Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer. This week we'll have European Nielsen Friday. Uh, we have all of our previews out uh, ahead of reporting kicking off two weeks from today with Remy. I'll make one general observation, which is that people still want to buy the recovery. Pubs have obviously opened this weekend in the UK, so the reopening narrative is going to be front and centre this week. No one particularly cares about estimates, uh, valuation or fundamentals at this point. They're just scared of missing out. We still think that soft drinks are a good place to be, given the cheaper valuation, heavy gearing to the reopening trade. Uh, Q2s won't be good, but I think that's known, and I don't think it matters. Uh, this morning, we have our last two big cap previews out in Unilever and Reckitt's. On Unilever, we trim Q2 a tad. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a reality check after the strong performance in the stock recently, uh, but we absolutely stick with it. We think most of that is known. Uh, we think the portfolio change story is really very interesting there. That's it for me. Good morning, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. The focus today will be on Boohoo, post the uh, front page headlines in the weekend press, highlighting working conditions in its factories in Leicester, blaming these on contributing to the recent COVID spike there. Boohoo shares have been under pressure already as the first rumblings of this story broke last week, but we do expect the stock to be down today. Otherwise, sporting goods are strong with the Chinese name standing out. Note Adidas pre-close is finished on Friday. Puma is uh, kicking off today with the same. Otherwise, a quiet week ahead for us with focus still on the UK. In retail, we hear from DFS, Superdry, Halfords and JD Sports, plus leisure and travel updates from Whitbread and Dart Group. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. The materials names are very much in focus for us today. That's largely because Chris Lefermin has published an interesting note on Rio Tinto, looking into the historical analysis around the company's financials, which leads him to believe that the name is still undervalued, and accordingly he has increased his price target 4% to 5,400 pence. This is interesting because I think this is a name where a lot of people had been tempted to start locking in some profits, and actually Chris is arguing today that he thinks it is a, a consensus long which is still worth running through to the first half-year results at the end of July, with the prospect of more consensus upgrades and even a positive surprise on a special dividend uh, with spot yield at the moment of around 8%. Alan Spence also talks about recovering auto steel demand in European steels and just in oils it is worth flagging that Saudis uh, have increased their Arab light OSPs to a premium. Good morning, it's William Babington, Jeffrey's TMT Spec Sales. So the most important thing to comment on today is our in-depth monthly review on video gaming. Uh, European sector valuations and estimates have been updated um, ahead of Q2, reiterating the buy on Codemasters, fronted developments in Ubisoft, where in particular we note the promising launch of hyperscale Battle Royale free-to-play. Paradox moves to hold. CD Projekt also remains a hold, but we note the first cyberpunk event has been very successful and media previews look promising. We've also examined in-depth the M&A landscape both in the US and Europe, indeed globally, um, for both European and obviously US companies. Our conclusions there, while mega deals in PC console space look less likely, we see opportunities for smaller de deals to be made and continued mobile consolidation. If you'd like a chat with Ken Roth or Alex Giamo on the main conclusions of our global video games consolidation, mergers and acquisitions brainstorming, please do let me know. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffrey's Financial Specialist Sales, Monday, 6th July. Big focus uh, on a couple of names this morning. AXA, we have a note out. 
looking at the various catalysts coming around the corner, both short, medium and long term for a stock that's gone through a significant period of change since acquiring the, uh, the Excel business out of the US um, a couple of years ago. The stock's going to be yielding 15% plus over the next nine month period. We've also got a big change in business mix coming through as they finish off the AXA XL um, integration process. And of course, they're working very hard to get that leverage number down as well. So you've seen a significant change in the earnings structure and cash flow potential of the group. We've also got Intesa offer for Ubi going live as from today. That still looks to be certainly with some degree of risk of happening, but we still very much are back in, in TESA as a key new money call in the sector.